Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on burnout. We hope you enjoy. Well, it creates natural tension in our own in, in yourself when you're not doing the thing you're telling others to do because you really believe it's going to help them, or it's, you really believe that that's how someone should live their life, but then you don't live that way personally on your own. Yeah. Yep. And it creates that like numbness because it hurts. Like there's a physical pain to not following your own belief system or what, what values you say you have. And that creates this just kind of like, well, I don't want to deal with the pain. So I'm going to numb it in some way. And people typically go in one or two directions where it's like, well, I'm just going to inflict more pain on myself or I'll inflict pain on other people by not talking to them by doing more, by being more angry at them, which then creates a bigger, like a bigger problem. Uh, it's kind of, it, it like, it digs the hole. It's like we're, we're digging our own hole again and again and again. If we do not address the fact that we have to rest, that we are not, we are not God. Yeah, it's, it's, we are not God is such a powerful statement because most of us, I mean, all of us would probably say, well, duh, but we live that way often where we, we, we lack the faith to say no to things. We lack the faith to set boundaries. Yeah. We lack the faith to know that God is at work when we're not. Yeah. And that all those things lead us to work harder than we should and take on things that maybe we shouldn't and um and ultimately results in us being in a place that we don't want to end up yeah i think there's a there's a, a line it was i can't help i can't stop trying to save the day i am like i am the hero yeah and there's so there's pride involved isn't there mm-hmm. you know we we want to be the guy we want to be the you know the savior um yeah, that's that's kind of a sick reality, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is because then we don't actually address the the things that matter most, which is our relationship with God and how that affects the people we care about most, and that's where it usually starts falling apart. Uh, at least in my life, when I overwork myself, because this isn't something like oh, I had I burned out once, I never did it again because it was horrible. It's, this is like a cyclical thing that working to address to make sure it doesn't happen as often as it used to where it's, I know when I start getting closer to that edge of being burnt out and exhausted or um, just like living just on adrenaline, cause you're so tired, it starts showing it like those warning signs that you have in your life is my relationship with the people I care about most, my wife, my kids there that it is negatively impacted there first. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the people closest to us are the ones that see you know see the they see, see the rough edges. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was even feeling it today. You know, I mean, we knew this was going to be a busy week for us, and um, man, I got you know I got a phone call from Clive's school, and he's not listening, and I'm like, oh crap! And of course, you beat yourself up, and you're like, okay, oh my gosh, am I being a terrible father? Like all this stuff. I mean, he's four, so it's like, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, we got to work with them, but I, you know, then I'm, I'm over, I mean, like, that was just like the one thing that 
on top of like 10 other things, you know, like, um, feeling like I'm not getting anything done this week because I've been in nonstop meetings and like having all these dreams and ideas about starting all these other things. And like, all of a sudden it just comes crashing in on me where I'm like, oh my gosh, feeling some anxiety. I call it like a micro burnout. It's, it's like, mm-hmm. which it's, it's yeah. not burnout, but it's like, today was like one of those, like, uh, you know, the check engine lights going on in my soul. And I'm like, okay, like calm down. And mm-hmm. so, um, I was reminded in that moment today, you know, it's interesting how, um, you know, one, one of the things that I often think about in those moments is like, have I been praying? <laughs> that's a question I'll ask myself. And yeah. Have I been praying? Cause to me, that's kind of a litmus test of like, am I doing this on my own or am I really, am I really, do I really have any faith? Hmm. Do I really yeah. have any faith? Or are we, do we feel like we can't pray until we get ourselves right? Like God's not going to listen if I don't have myself right. Yeah. Which is so, in, which is so wrong, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because prayer, we pray because we know we're not, we know we're not right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we it sounds, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds so like, th- this is the the way that my brain works. Like, you know, I'll pray once I get this taken care of. Cause you know, I, I don't want to bother God with, with this small problem that I created myself. I'll take care of it. It's essentially saying I'm going to do God's job in my life. And then I wonder why I'm disappointed or exhausted because I'm literally trying to do what God is supposed wants to do, like yeah. wants to care for me. Yep. There's like an amount of arrogance in that way of thinking. So, but it, it like hides itself in like a humbleness or a selflessness where it's just like, I need to work on myself before I talk to God about it. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Well, none of this makes sense. Like we don't end up in a good place because we're doing things that don't make sense. Like, (laughs) you know? Um, and I love, you know, it's interesting what Jim and Rich say, they say like, we end up in this place of burnout, um, and experiencing all these negative feelings because we're trying to address those core, those core troubles, you know, fear, shame, and guilt. We're trying to address our fear, our shame, our guilt, um, by just, by just fixing everything ourselves. Mm. You know, what what they said was we try to have our functionality address these three emotions of fear, shame, and guilt. Our functionality being like, I can go out and I can I can strategize, I can make a plan, I can get I can get the guys together and have a meeting, I can I can get everyone together and solve the problem. And and we're functional, we're functioning. But oftentimes that functioning um really kind of chokes out the relationship that we have with God and with others where all of a sudden we're just functional. We're just, we're just doing a lot of stuff and don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want anyone to hear us saying like doing stuff is bad or being productive is bad. That's, that's silly. Like we, we, you know, you and I have jobs to do and there's a lot to do and, and, and that's part of it. But there's like a, there's a compulsiveness to it that when we get compulsive, we we just can't stop doing and stop working and stop moving um and so 
and and th- and that's where we get into trouble. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.